say alone. Center of his will. <laughs> Leave her alone. As long as she got something in there, that's all right. Amen. Yeah, y'all leave me, I say alone. Center of his will. <laughs> leave her alone. As long as she got something in there, that's all right. Amen. Yeah, y'all leave me, I say alone. What up, what up, what up, EDS Squad? It is your boy Eli. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of EDS Squad After Dark. Y'all, we gonna get into a lot on today. Y'all already know how we go. We gonna come back and go on a break. When we come back, we're gonna get into our mental health check-in. Then we're going to get into our hot topics, our tea segment. So stay tuned, stay locked. We'll be back right after this. And we're back, y'all. So how have y'all been doing? How have y'all been doing? y'all been doing like it's been a minute it's been a minute (laughs) no for real um took a week off usually um unless i tell you guys that um just for you guys to know in the future if you didn't know um when I do two episodes in one week, um, nine times out of ten, I'm not going to come the next week. Um, that's just because um, I have a number of episodes I want to do this year, and um, I'm sticking to that number. So, um, again, if you ever or if there's ever a time where I have a regular episode and I drop a bonus episode, unless I specifically tell you guys that there will be an episode next week, just um, just make note that Elijah will not be in next week. Um, reason why this episode is coming out a little late is because... Um, I had to move some things around, and I had to um, do some other things, but um, I'm here. Um, You guys will get this episode a day later, Um, so don't don't, uh, drag me. Don't come for me, Um, but I'm here, and... We're going to get into some things, but before we get into some things, we're going to get into our mental health check-in. Um, I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. It has been an amazing week. Um, I personally have been um, really trying to relax and... Um, chill out because I know these next few weeks is going to be a whirlwind 
of things happening. Um, if you guys don't know, my brother is getting married in less than a month. And I am in the wedding. I'm also helping out with the bachelor party, which is not going to be anything too crazy. Um, my brother is in the military, and um, he just got back from a tour. So everything kind of was cutting close. So he wasn't able to go do like a trip or do anything. Um too out there for his bachelor party so we're doing something small something cool something just small and quaint um like i said i'm excited um and with that i'm gonna be busy so i'm gonna try to get these episodes out every wednesday but if i don't do not um do not <laughs> come for me um i just also want to tell you guys that I am um, going to be going on hiatus um, real soon, but I'll tell you guys about that um, at the end of the episode. Um, just so, again, you guys are not, oh my gosh, where's the new episode? Where's the new episode? You guys know that um, I'm taking a small little break, um, I, but I will say it's going to be in September, and it's going to be more than a week. So, um, but again, I'll tell you guys, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, y'all, I, I got some things to do, um, and I'm gonna be busy, I'm not gonna be able to get to the podcast, but, um, I will, um, and I'm not gonna be able to, like, pre-record or anything, which is kind of sucky, um, I gotta get back on my pre-record, uh, I'm trying to think of a word, child. I don't know. I got to get back on my pre-recording thing. Um, but um, when I come back, we're going to get into some things. And I think when I come back from my hiatus, I think, I think we're good. I think we're good for the rest of the year. I'll be back for the rest of the year because I think, we do a Thanksgiving episode. Will be the day before Thanksgiving. Cause Thanksgiving's on Thursdays, and then Christmas. Um, I have a pre-recorded episode for you guys. Then, of course, New Year's. We'll have, a, you know, our hiatus after the um, New Year's episode. But isn't that crazy that you know I'm already talking about. <laughs> Uh, the holidays and stuff like that. You know, this year went by really, really quick. Um, but again, just to wrap up the mental health check-in portion, y'all, you see how I go off topic. <laughs> I'm doing good for real. Um, I hope you guys are out there doing good. And if you're not doing good, I pray and uh, send you love and light and positivity. And without further ado, we're going to get into this gossip and tea. I'm not going to be for y'all long um, this episode. So let's get into what we got to talk about. All right. So before we get into what we want to talk about, I want to talk about um, Beyonce. Yes, I want to talk about Beyonce, you know. You know, I love talking about Beyonce. 
Um, which is going to lead me into my our first story. So this is perfect. Um, Renaissance came out a couple weeks ago. Y'all already know Renaissance new album, amazing. Y'all, I have been in a choke hold, like a, a literal choke hold for this album since it dropped like playing it non-stop playing it playing the whole album and then just like one specific song it's the whole album like i'm just playing <laughs> this album is so good the production like i can go back and <laughs> review the album again right but it's just so good it's just been having me in a chokehold like Okay, let me tell y'all my faves. Like, I feel like my faves might have changed from the Renaissance review on the podcast. Um, and if you guys have not um, listened to the Beyonce Renaissance review, go back and take a look, listen, and enjoy yourselves. Um There's a couple songs that had, like, mind you, like I said earlier, the whole album has me in a chokehold, but these specific records, all right, so let's talk about Alien Superstar. Alien Superstar is, like, my... Alien Superstar is so fucking good, and I'm just like, I'm in awe every time I listen to it, because, like, Beyonce is just, I I don't understand why, like, I just don't understand it, I don't get it, like, she's just, mm. She's everything. She's amazing. She's like, uh, just the production alone on Alien Superstar. It just takes you to another galaxy, literally. It takes you to another world. It takes you to, like, it's just an amazing, amazing record that I am like obsessed with um another song that i'm like absolutely positively (laughs) obsessed with is all up in your mind um i think i told you guys that at the renaissance review um that song is just so good like the lyrics are just so amazing the production the way Beyonce used her like, this album is just so fucking good. It's so good. It's crazy how good this body of work is. Like, the transitions. Uh, um, but yes, all up in your mind is that, is that girl, like, Woo, I, mm. 
And my third and final of my top three as of right now, like next week it might change or tomorrow or in an hour. Like that's how crazy this album is to me. Um, But number three, America has a problem. Like I don't know. Like I've I've been going in the Twitter sphere and I've been going in the Instagram world and I've been seeing a small little portion of America's got a problem stands, but the majority like y'all really sleeping on America got a problem. Like when that beat first come in, it it just it it really is just nothing but get your ass on the dance floor and get down and dirty like and i don't mean like i mean like 90s 80s type getting down and dirty like dancing to you sweat pop out like it's one of them tracks like i really enjoy america's got a problem but all in all i y'all know me i love me some renaissance and i have been enjoying this album it has continuously <laughs> been a big factor in my days. In fact, before I recorded this podcast, I was listening to Renaissance and I'm pretty sure once I wrap this podcast, I will be listening to Renaissance because it's that girl. And if you're not hit to it, I need you to get hit to it. Um, Which leads me into the first story you want to talk about. So y'all heard in the beginning of the episode, um, that was Dorinda Clark Cole, one of the Clark sisters. And she was giving her thoughts and opinions about the hoopla and the craziness over Beyonce using their song and her latest song, Church Girl. Um, I've been seeing a lot of pastors. I've been seeing a lot of quote, 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 unquote, religious leaders giving their thoughts and opinions, giving their think pieces, giving their theses on um, Church Girl. And I just need all of y'all to shut the fuck up. That's first and foremost. I need all of y'all to shut the fuck up. I need all of y'all to understand that there is a message in this song. And if you claiming that you're so in tuned and you're so, you know, child, leave me alone. I'm not even going to go down the list. But y'all already know how they do then y'all should be able to see the message within the song. Um, If you don't, that's also fine. Um, Just shut the fuck up because you don't know what you're talking about. Um, I think people forget that Beyonce is married. Um, She has been married for a very long time. She has a beautiful family. And I think people forget because they see Beyonce and, you know... Uh, I really can't, never mind. In 2022, I can't give you nothing. Beyonce has been married for a really long time. You know, we always see Beyonce and Jay-Z together. So it's not like you can forget that she's married. You guys don't care that she's married. All you care about is, again, attacking another black woman, attacking another successful black woman. 
Um, she could talk about fucking. She can talk about sucking. She can talk about dropping it down. She could talk about writing. Because guess what? She has a husband. And I'm pretty sure that's who she's doing every one of those things to. Um, and on top of that, the same thing that you're sitting up here chastising Beyonce for, you and your congregation do. I, like I'm tired of y'all trying to demonize sex when all of you guys have sex. Like it, it, it's like it's it's starting to get tired. It's starting to get annoying, and it really is a distraction from the things that really need to be said. Like um, the pimping in the church, the the using the the con artists the scammers let's talk about that like y'all love talking about things that really don't matter and really don't make or break anybody but y'all just love to beat a dead horse let's talk about the things that's really going on in the church that needs to be rectified and needs to be discussed and needs to be talked about um church girl and beyonce giselle knows carter a married woman talking about what she wants to do to her man her husband shouldn't be on the list um and that's pretty much all i have to say and like I said in that clip, Miss uh, Dorinda Clark Cole defended Beyonce and was like, <laughs> "Like, leave that girl alone, leave her alone, you know." As long as a piece of the message was in the song, that's enough. Leave that girl alone, and y'all already know Twinkie Clark already said she. You know, she loved the song and she's so proud of Beyonce and she's happy for the song and happy for everything. So case in point, the Clark sisters don't care. So all you religious leaders, all you religious pastors and bishops and ministers, y'all doing these think pieces, y'all doing these theses, y'all doing these sermons. And the people that sampled this song don't give a fuck. So at the end of the day, leave it alone and until and let me wrap this up by saying this until y'all stop using secular songs in y'all gospel music i don't want to hear shit about a secular artist using a gospel song because y'all do it too so again shut the fuck up moving on So yeah, it was just announced, MTV just announced that at the VMAs, the 22 VMAs that is coming up real, real soon, um, Jack Harlow, Nicki Minaj, and LL Cool J are going to be hosting the award show. Um, here's my thoughts and opinions. <laughs> um... For the last, I want to say, 10 years at least, there has been a disconnect with the host, with hosting and award shows. Um, I, I, I can't even tell you a memorable host at an award show within the last 10 years. 
And a lot of that is not really the hostess' fault. A lot of it is the the writers because their scripts are absolutely terrible. Um, I don't believe in com- comedians being hosts of award shows because nine times out of ten their jokes are not funny, and it just creates cringe. I've seen too many uh, comedians host award shows and they were not funny. The only person that I really enjoyed a host. Um, and their comedian is Monique. The rest of y'all can sit the fuck down. Um, and that's honestly and truly. Um, I really am not um, for hosts, like a lot of celebrity hosts. So this Jack Carlin, Nicki Minaj, and Lil Cool J is going to be cringe. I can see, I can, I can predict it i can see it i can feel it i can taste it and i can smell it it's gonna be cringe um i'm debating if i want to watch the vmas just because i really don't watch award shows because there hasn't been an award show uh that i have been so excited and so pumped to tune into especially to tune into the whole entire award show uh, probably not since Beyonce did her lemonade on when it comes to the VMAs. Um, that's probably the last time I was really like interested in um, watching the VMAs. Um, I do know Nicki Minaj is doing the, uh, she does have the Vanguard Award, so she will be performing. Um, Nicki is not really a good performer, so. I mean, I'm going to see it. I'm going to watch it and uh, get my thoughts and opinions about it and tell y'all about it later on. But I'm not, like, excited because Nikki, when I see Nikki's not a performer to me. Like, she can't perform to me. Um, I'm sorry. I, I can't lie. She just can't perform to me. Um, walking around half-breathed. Uh, <laughs> And speaking of Nicki Minaj, did y'all hear her new song, That Super Freaky Girl? Um, I'm going to be real with y'all. And y'all may think I hate this girl. And I wouldn't say I hate her. I don't care for her as a person because of the things that she does. Um... But music is music, and if it's good music, I'm going to say it's good. If it's bad music, I'm going to say it's bad. I don't care if it was anybody. If the music is good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. And this particular record is not good to me. It's the same formula. It's the same flow. It's the same everything. It's just it's just like OG Nikki fans. Like I mean, and I'm not talking about Pink Friday Nikki fans. I'm talking about like mixtape, Fendi, Big Fendi Days, Nikki fans. We're over, we're over this shit. Like at this point, we have, and and I've been in spaces, I've been in places where these people reside. And the common uh, thing when it comes to Nicki Minaj is that at this point, we don't see her getting back to that raw and uncut era 
it is what it is. She was hungry at the time, so she, you know, thought of things differently, and she did things differently. She's not hungry no more. You can tell by her bars. They're very subpar. Um, I've definitely seen her better from Nikki. That's why I'm so critical when it comes to her. Um and it's just the same formula. It reminds me of Anaconda, where you let the sample overpower you, and you basically use the sample as the the crutch, and then your bars and your flow is secondary. Um, people are saying that she's vying for the. Uh, number one spot on the Hot 100. And for that, I say um, one thing I don't like about the new rules is that a fan base literally can come together and create a number one song when nine times out of ten the general population of America. <laughs> A, don't know the song. B, don't like the song. And C, like, like, so it's like, eh. But one thing I do have to say, it would be her first number, her first solo number one single. And, um... For me personally, it would hit better if it was a song that actually deserved to be number one. Um, I just came to the conclusion that Nikki is until, I don't know. I just, she just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I truly don't know. I I just think she's in an age where she just doesn't care no more. She knows that whatever she puts out, her fan base is going to eat up, um, whether it's good or whether it's bad. So at this point, it's like those people that have been hoping for Nikki to get back to where she's... Um, where she was and getting back to that um, no fucks given and not worrying about other people and other artists. You're not going to get that from her. And I think at this point, those sector of fans need to just, just chalk it up. It was a great time. It was a great era but we're probably never going to get that Nikki ever again. And that sucks because instead of trying to elevate her craft, she's just doing the bare minimum. Doing the bare minimum. And that's my thoughts and opinions on it. Um, Moving on. Speaking of Nicki Minaj, uh, Mattel is suing Rap Snacks over Nicki Minaj's barba, barbecue chips. So according to TMZ, 
Um, Mattel, the company that owns Barbie, is suing Rap Snacks over its Nicki Minaj themed chips. The chips were named Barbie Q, a play on the Barbie title Nicki Minaj refers to herself as. Mattel claims that Rap Snacks made the deliberate and calculated choice to launch a new product line using Mattel's famous Barbie trademark. The company claims that although they did not consent to the release of the chips, they were willing to come to an agreement with Rap Snacks. Mattel claims Rap Snacks never responded, thereby forcing Mattel to bring this lawsuit as a last resort to protect its rights and prevent further consumer confusion. Um, along with the chips being discontinued, Mattel is also seeking damages. Um, rightfully so. I don't know what Rap Snacks thought. Like, you can't use a trademark owned by a company and think you're going to get away with it. And people would say, oh, why did it take so long? A lot of the times with these types with these types of um, cases, um, a lot of these corporations wait into um, the product is profitable until it's making a certain amount of money. Then they go in and start, you know, causing havoc <laughs> and getting their coins. And Mattel is definitely going to get their coins. And knowing that Mattel was open to doing a collaboration with Rap Snacks. Rap Snacks, you kind of you kind of brought this on yourself and you have nobody to blame because it wasn't like Mattel was being a dick about it. Like they were open to collabing and um, using the Barbie moniker. But y'all screwed it up. It is what it is. Y'all screwed it the fuck up. And um, I'm going to take a well, I'm a, child. I'm going to be in the streets with that story because I want to see how much Mattel gets, child. How much Mattel going to get for this. Um, speaking of lawsuits, since we're in the land of lawsuits, uh, Swiss Beats and Timberland are reportedly suing Triller for $28 million over Versus. So according to TMZ, Swiss Beats and Timberland are suing Triller after they allegedly failed to pay the music moguls for their battle show Versus. The lawsuit claims that the mega producer sold Versus to Triller back in January of 2021. They are now claiming that Triller defaulted on that deal after just two payments. Timberland and Swiss settled with the company after their initial initial default payment, but claims Triller hasn't learned their lesson and continues to play the same game. They are going after Triller for $28 million plus interest. Yeah, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to get right back into the story. So stay tuned, stay locked. This is EDS Squad After Dark. And we're back, y'all. So before the break, we were talking about, well, I was explaining what was going on between Swiss Beats and Triller reverses. Um, there has been an update um, with the story. Triller has responded to the 28 million versus lawsuit from Swiss Beats and Timberland. Um, this says Swiss and Tim have been personally paid over $50 million in cash. So let's get into it. So TMZ ex- exclusively reports that Triller is firing back against the multi-million dollar lawsuit filed against them by Swiss Beats and Timberland. 
Um, and their side of things is very different as it relates to verses and alleged money owed. A representative for Triller provided an official statement saying that this is not a feud over verses, but simply about earn out payments to Swiss and Tim. Swiss and Tim have personally been paid by Triller over $50 million in cash and stocks to date, and they stand to benefit even more over time. In addition, they have annual obligations, which if met and no breach has occurred, entitles them to additional payments. Triller continued with claims that Swiss and Timberland have not fulfilled the initial terms of their agreement. Only 1% of the $10 million is in question. We do not believe that they have yet met those thresholds for that payment yet, which include but are not limited to delivery of a set number of versus events for 2022. Um, they said, we have been trying to resolve this amicably. And it does not affect versus um here's my thing Swissington if you sign the contract with Triller telling them that hey this is how many events we're gonna have this year this is how much we're gonna get paid why haven't y'all come up with any event Uh-huh. What I believe happened <laughs> is that a lot of artists were kind of turned off from verses. A lot of them do not want to do verses for whatever reason. Um, and the few that interest was piqued kind of fell back. I'm pretty sure after that. Um. Amarion and uh, Mario versus Battle, because that was a hot-ass fucking mess. Um, from the audio to the actual performers, it was just a hot-ass mess. Um, so a lot of people are probably not interested in doing versus Battle, so hence why we do not have any events coming up. Um... At the end of the day, y'all not getting this money until y'all uh, do y'all end of the bargain. Until y'all handle y'all end of the bargain, y'all not getting no money. So that's pretty much what Triller is saying. And if that's in your contract, then there's really nothing y'all can do. But, you know, I'm going to be watching this case. You know I is. All right, let's move on. Excuse me, So, did y'all hear about the new Hunger Games prequel movie that has been announced? Well, Viola Davis has been cast as the main villain in the upcoming Hunger Games prequel. Okay. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Viola has been cast as Dr. Volinia... Gall in the upcoming project. Her character will serve as the head game maker of the 10th annual Hunger Games. Francis Lawrence, who has directed three of the four existing Hunger Games films, will return to re- to direct and produce and spoke about Viola's character, saying from the beginning, Viola has been our dream for Dr. Gall because of the finely layered intelligence and emotion she brings to every role. 
Um, I'm a big Hunger Games fan. I saw every last one of them. I enjoyed every last one of them. So, of course, I am going to go out to the movies to see this prequel. And I'm definitely, definitely going to go because of Viola Davis being cast in the movie as the main villain. Um, I'm excited to see what it's going to give. And I will be at the theaters. Will you guys? Mm. Will you? I will. (laughs) So shout out to Viola Davis. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. Let's move on. Can we give a congratulations? Can we get some congratulations in order for Adrian Baylon Houghton? Um, she announced that she has welcomed a baby boy with her husband Israel Houghton. Um, this is what she wrote. Ever James Infinity. For this child we have prayed just to hear our baby cry, skin to skin and face to face, heart to heart and eye to eye. Our baby boy is here and we are in, we are so in love. If you have followed our love story, you know that our journey to baby has been very challenging, but God is true to his word and his promises. We have been we have quietly prayed while sitting on this most magnificent secret for the last 9 months. He is worth every tear, every disappointment, every delayed prayer, every IVF cycle, every miscarriage, everything. All we feel is joy and overwhelming love and gratitude. Grateful to God, to our angel surrogate, and to all of our friends and family who have stood with us for over five years on this journey. He's here, and we have never been happier to lose sleep. Hashtag happily ever Houghton. First things first, I want to give my amazing, my intense, intense congratulations to Adrian. Y'all know me. I love me some Adrian. Um, I am so happy for her. It is so funny because I was watching an episode of The Real. They have um, their classic episodes on YouTube, and they were talking about parenting and Adrian was talking about, you know, you know, when she, you know, becomes a mom, you know, she wants to do this and she wants to do that. And it was just so funny. A couple of days ago, I was watching this and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so crazy. You know, Tamar has a child, you know, Tamara has, you know, children. Um, Jeannie has a child now, you know. So I was like, I wonder when Adrian's going to have her, you know, bundle of joy. I know. That's something that she, you know, probably wants. And if it's not, you know, that's fine too. Not really knowing, you know, because people change and things happen. And a couple of days later, I literally scroll up on Instagram and I see this story. And I was like, wow, that is so funny. Look at God. Um, again, congratulations to Adrian. Congratulations to Israel. Congratulations to your whole family and your friends. You deserve. And I'm so happy for you. Um, let's move on, y'all. Um, uh, 
let's talk about this safari thing because I don't I don't wanna linger. So if y'all haven't been on Instagram, haven't been on Twitter and all of that stuff. So for me, I'm a Twitter person. I love me some Twitter. I love engaging on Twitter. I love engaging on Instagram. They're two totally different um, audiences and experiences, and that's what I love. That's what I love the most about Twitter. Um, but anyways, I was scrolling on Twitter, and then all of a sudden, um, because <laughs> Twitter is a real fun place, child. You can be looking at, you know, a celeb tweet. You could be looking at a random video or a meme. And then next thing you know, some porn pops up. And that's basically what happened to me. Um, I was looking at a a wrestling um thread. And then I clicked out, went up, and there was some porn. And um, funny enough, I recognized the people in this video. And I was like, is that Safari? Yeah, that's Safari. <sighs> of course, he's in another porn video um, with some girl. I do not know this girl's name. And to keep it all the way a buck, I, I honestly really don't give a fuck um, at all. So, it, uh, eh. So my first thing was like how it was positioned. It was like a point of view. Like somebody definitely had, somebody had the camera between the two of them and was recording. Um, another thing that not just me. Well, I didn't. Um, at first, I didn't notice until. <laughs> I read the comments and went back and was like, ooh. So, the general consensus, the general uh, theme within this story is that uh, Safari has been dick fishing. Um, If you guys don't know what dick fishing is, it's basically the dick version of catfishing so basically your dick looked at one way or one size and um in another video or in another picture it looks way different and a lot of people were saying like where's all the dick like where's all the of the dick like the last time we seen it, it was it was massive, and now it's not giving too much of anything. Um, so that's when everybody was saying, you know, he's a catfisher, and this, that, and the third, and then it started turning into he leaked his own uh, video. Erica Mena, his ex-wife, chimed in and gave the same sentiments that he leaked his own shit. And I believe he leaked it as well because let's be real. Nobody in 2022 is leaking a Safari video thinking that they're going to get money, thinking that they're going to get millions of dollars and millions, this, that, and the third. Especially a video like that where it was so unedited, so all over the place and really showed his little dick. Um, (laughs) 
Lord. Yeah, so nobody cares. Um, so I, I that's why I personally don't think somebody uh leaked his tape. Um, is because it's Safari. Who gives a fuck? And the dick wasn't given for somebody to care that much, obviously. So he goes to Twitter and writes the following. Um, I am taking full legal and criminal action. The person who did that is going to pay. And I'm not letting up either. Not letting this one slide. This is a cyber crime. And I am, plus, and I am pressing full charges. I had bad, bad friends telling me to redeem myself and make a new vid and showing what time it is on my OnlyFans. I'm like, bruh, I'm not a porn star. Meanwhile, okay. Girl, who knows? Who know me saying, uh, they know what time it is. The rest of the world don't need to know. The internet is a wild place. At the end of the day, I have kids. I have kids and I don't want them growing up seeing that bullshit. I'm good where I'm at in life and like uh I'm good where I'm at in life. Why wait till now to do some shit like that? Y'all can see my me. It happened, but I don't want nobody seeing me have sex. That'll make sense. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> my mom sees everything like what what WTF? Well, did your mom see all of those videos and pictures during the pandemic that you and your wife were posting on OnlyFans? Did she see all of that shit? Did she see all them dick pics and all them masturbation and busting nuts and all of that shit that you was doing during the pandemic because none of y'all had money and loving hip-hop cut all of y'all the fuck off because they had to stop production? Like, why are, y'all, why are you acting brand new? Like this, is not, like, this is not the first time we've seen you in this type of life. This is not the first time you have done shit like this. So, again, I am thoroughly, thoroughly confused. Thoroughly confused. Now, all of a sudden, you care about what your kids see, and now, all of a sudden, you care what your mom sees. Boy, shut the fuck up. Like, please. You leaked your own shit. Just admit it. Like, y'all really be killing me. Y'all, and y'all celebrities... And it be you know, and it be them D Z Z Z Z Z list celebrities that really be killing me. Like y'all know y'all be doing shit to get on blogs. Y'all know y'all be doing shit to get y'all name in the press. And y'all love to do shit. And then when y'all get caught up, y'all like to lie and pretend like, oh my gosh, I didn't do it. Oh my gosh, I'm just so just so innocent person. I'm just such an innocent bystander. And oh my gosh, what was me? Shut the fuck up. Like, for real. Like, for real. So somebody uh, wrote um, under Safari status and said, it's okay, it's boyfriend, husband dick. Those are the ones that you can take every day because they don't hurt. Look at the bright side of this fiasco. And he wrote, y'all know damn well I wasn't hard in that video. Now you wasn't hard. I don't need any promo to be leaking a weak ass half aroused sex tape. I'm appalled to be called a dick fisher. Out of everything I've been called in my life, being called that one hurts. You can't fake my OnlyFans vids. You wish. Now you bragging. This is what I'm saying. Like, now you're bragging about your OnlyFans videos. Now you're appalled because somebody's saying your dick is small. Like, if... The, if... 
If people saying your dick is small and you're a dick fisher is like the end of the world, you really need to you really need to go back and assess your self worth because that doesn't. Child, I have seen humongous ones. I have experienced big ones, and nine times out of ten, a lot of them don't be given what they think they be given. And the, I wouldn't even say smaller, but the ones that people would say are smaller or uh, kind of on the small side, those are the ones that be honestly doing the most work because not out of 10, they know what they give and because, you know, they have to work with what they get, God, and not, a lot of the times they be working. So it don't even matter, like... <laughs> And then to bring it all home, to bring it all home, you did this. Like, we about to see. If Safari don't press charges or if there's not a lawsuit in the next couple weeks, Safari definitely um, leaked this himself. So I'm going to not say nothing. But in a couple weeks, if there's no, if y'all realize in a couple weeks that Elijah posts no story about Safari in this case, I'm gonna come back and tell y'all that Safari leaked his own shit. Even though we all know he leaked his own shit. Um, let's move on. Um, cause I'm tired of talking about clout chasers. Um, yeah. It's getting rough out here. I hope you I hope you guys are being protected or staying protected with this monkeypox. Um, according to CBS News, a dog tests positive for monkeypox in the first suspected human to dog transmission. So according to CBS News, France has the first suspected documented human-to-dog transmission of monkeypox. The dog contracted the virus by sleeping in its owner's bed. CBS News also reports the case involves two male partners that live together but are not sexually exclusive. Um... It's time to start going to our uh, legislators and demanding that they open up more monkeypox vaccine clinics because there's not a lot. I know in, I live in New York State and there's there's not a lot. There's definitely not. And the ones that they do have, they're booked. All, every time you go on the website, they're booked. Every time. So it it's time to start bugging our legislators and bugging our leaders that we need to start getting these um, vaccines because now it's going into other animals. Like, yeah, this is nothing to be playing around with. I don't, I go to work and I come home. I don't mess with nobody. I don't talk to nobody. I don't touch nobody. I don't fuck with nobody. I don't fuck nobody. I don't have time to be getting no monkey pox. Bitch, I had chicken pox as a kid, and bitch, I absolutely couldn't take it. I could not take it. 
So you think as a grown ass man, I'ma take a monkey pox, bitch? I can't do it. So with that being said, I don't be near nobody. I don't touch nobody. I don't share nothing with nobody. I keeps to myself. And then on top of that, we also got COVID on top of this. So it's not just the monkey pots out here running rampant. It's COVID as well. So y'all, I just need y'all this for the rest of this summer and especially this fall to really, really, really pay attention to your surroundings to really, if you know you're going to be in big spaces, if you know you're going to be in crowded spaces, to really think about getting the vaccines to these things. Um, and again, like I said, with the monkeypox being, um, I seen a kid with it, a child, he had to be, he had to be no more than 10 years old. And he looked at like he was just suffering, he had the bumps all over his face, all over his, like, it, this is nothing to play with. So I, I just need y'all to really, really take care of yourselves and really stay on it on it and if you are in a area where you can get the vaccine go ahead and get that shit go ahead and get it and that's all i have to say when it comes to that let's move on um congratulations are in order for nipsey hustle and his family the late great Nipsey Hussle. He received um, his Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Um, his uh, late girlfriend, um, well, not, she's not late. He, um, his girl, who, you know, he left. Um, Lauren London, I'll be forgetting that girl's name. I'm so sorry, girl. Um, Lauren London, she went up and she had a beautiful speech. She said some amazing things and, um, it's definitely bittersweet. Um, I believe the city also made that day Nipsey Hustle Day as well. So shout out to Nipsey Hustle, rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. Shout out to his family, shout out to his friends, shout out to Lauren London, shout out to her, uh, family and, um, yeah, definitely deserved. Um, moving on. Y'all need to leave Doja Cat the fuck alone. Y'all need to leave Doja alone. Like y'all know I love me some Doja. That's my girl. Even though I had to I had to I had to get in her ass a couple of weeks, a few weeks back. But she deserved that because she didn't have to do all that. But those is my girl, even and all. Like I said, I, sometimes some of these girls I have to comfort, some of these men I have to comfort. But at the end of the day, I still fuck with you. But anywho, Doja cut her hair, and y'all have been in her comments, have been in her mentions, have been all over the web dragging this girl because she literally cut her hair. It's so crazy how I'm about to go there, and I don't give a fuck what y'all say. It's so crazy how. Y'all like to demonize women that cut their hair, especially black women. Y'all like to demonize them. Y'all like to say that they're ugly or not attractive. And then y'all also like to use the crazy card. They have to be crazy to cut their hair. 
Um, some people just want to cut their hair because they want to start over. Some people cut their hair for different myriads of reasons. Cutting your hair doesn't equal to you being crazy. Cutting your hair don't equal to you. Like, it's just really, really weird. And y'all have been in that girl's, because I've seen it. I've personally seen it. Y'all are really sad people. Um, and Doja went to Twitter and said the following. She said, I won a Grammy and traveled the fucking globe. I've had a number one and I went platinum. I've made hit after hit after hit. And you all want me to look. Um, I think sexy or sexual for you so that you can go home and jerk your dick all day while you live in your mother's basement. Go fuck yourselves. Doja said what she said. That's all I got to say about it. She said what she said. I just need y'all to really... And these are the people that have an issue with women cutting their hair, especially, you know, black women. I I need y'all to go back and really figure out and get to the root of why you feel like because a woman cuts their hair, you're no longer attracted to them. And I'm tired of the preference shit. A lot of y'all preference shit is rooted in discrimination. It's rooted in all types of isms. Um, And y'all really don't want to mess with me when it comes to preference. So fuck preference. Like I said, really dig deep and figure out why you have a feeling or why you feel that negatively about hair, about something that can grow back. <laughs> like, weird. Um, so, um, Mariah, Mariah Carey. I was about to talk about Mariah Carey because something crazy happened to her while she was on vacation. Um, so Mariah Carey's $5.6 million Atlanta home was burglarized while on vacation in Italy in the Hamptons. Um, according to page six, the outlet reports that Grammy award-winning singer was in the midst of globe trotting when the $5.6 million home was broken into um, on July 27th. Um, Atlanta police said that an investigation into the crime is ongoing and the information we have may be limited. Um, what is going on with all these celebrities and their house being burglarized? This is not just an Atlanta thing. Like, a lot of this stuff has been happening in L.A. and stuff like that. And it was so funny. Speaking of burglarizing, um, Sasha Banks, um, the wrestler Sasha Banks, she posted on her story that she literally parked her rental car and went into a store and came out to somebody like breaking the glass in the back uh the trunk and taking a bag out of her rental she said it wasn't nothing valuable it was nothing but like hair products and stuff like that which is so funny like you stole hair products 
you're a weirdo. But um, it's been a lot of robbery. But you know what? This is, it's gonna, like, this is what's going to, this is an effect of inflation. This is the effect of wages that we as normal, regular United States citizens cannot afford. A lot of us are living paycheck to paycheck. A lot of us got paychecks and still can't make ends meet. Like, it's crazy out here. So, again, with inflation, with everything going up, you're going to have instances where this is going to be rampant because people can't afford things. And, yes, this is not right. Yes, it's fucked up. But at the same time, not being able to survive when you pay into this system is fucked up as well. Okay, so that was our last story. I'm going to wrap it up. Like I said, it was going to be a short episode this week. Again, if you need me, if you have any stories, you get me up on all of my social medias at Elijah Smalls. I love each and every last one of you. I live for each and every last one of you. And I see, I will see you guys next week. Again, um, starting April, uh, September... Uh, September 14th to the 28th, I will be on hiatus. I'm sorry, I was cut off. Um, like I was saying, um, starting September 14th that week, um, until September 28th, I will be on hiatus. So that's going to be three episodes, three weeks that I will be gone. I am doing a lot of stuff in that time period. So I'm sorry, y'all. You guys are going to um, not hear me. Um, But I will, like, pick, like, my favorite episodes and promote those. And um, hopefully you guys can go back and laugh and relive uh, certain episodes. But I will be back on uh, Wednesday, October 5th. That's when I will be officially back from hiatus on Wednesday, October 5th. There will be an episode. And then from October 5th until the end of the year, y'all will, y'all won't. Y'all will hear me. So, again, um, just to let you guys know, September 14th to September 28th, I will be on hiatus. And that's all. I hope you guys have a great, great week. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. This has been an EDS Squad TV production. This episode was produced and edited by Eli. Shout out to Anchor, the simple way to make a podcast.